When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Start it up. That's your Wednesday on BD. It also starts up your summer. Summer is here. First day, longest day of the year. Sun up to sundown, and the sun is up on this June 21st. So enjoy the longest stretch of sunshine of the year right here on this first day of the summer equinox. It's gonna, what is our, I'm going to look at this and see what our sundown time is today, Buck. Let me guess. 9.15, 9.17. 857. Ooh. Let's see if uh I don't know if my iPhone has that for us, but uh sunset time we're we're, we're using the Google machines. Eight, the 836. Uh, yeah, it's in the 830s. 836 Austin, 836. So uh longest day you got it till 836 before the sun will go down. By the way, speaking of the Google machine, did you know Shaquille O'Neal Early on, overheard a conversation about the the beginnings of Google. This was while he was still playing with the Lakers. Um, heard a conversation between two tech guys talking about this Google and this this search engine, the idea of a search engine. You can type anything in and it'll find it for you like an encyclopedia. Uh, and it'll be updated constantly. And Shaq overheard that, went over and talked to the guys and said, well, I'd like to invest in that. Yeah. Shaq will invest in anything, though. But he's always he always inv- he has or he has the uh, the Warren Buffett rule or not Warren Buffett he uh, the uh, who is the other big investor he believes in it. if he thinks it's going to change people's lives he likes to invest in it like icy hot like <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure I've Subway seen, eat I'm fresh sure I've seen like, them like, like, like it's not, change their lives or like change the way they act change the habit They're, I mean and Google has changed. I mean, who doesn't just he's immediately made some go pretty to wise Google. investments? He's got uh, lots of lots of coins. Shaq will will. Yes, I mean his estate is massive because you know He's a very well versed man. Well, yeah, because yeah, he comes off as dumb and goofy kind of guy on the uh, TNT show. That guy does a lot of community stuff. Oh he man, does a lot he's of stuff a, at Christmas time for it, kids. It's not crazy. to mention he's a touring DJ, like year round as well. Like he was in Austin a, a few weeks ago, I think, just being a, doing a DJ set. DJ Diesel. How much does that cost you for uh, Diesel to show up? A lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah, but Shaq, uh, Shaq invested. Uh, in Google early on and made a fortune, to say to say the least. So did Jeff Bezos way back. Uh, in the Googles, huh? The Google, yeah, the Google machine, which is... Uh, Are we all... finding our submarine? looks like we were getting some sounds from the submarine that was missing. Is that right? I haven't yeah. seen the late. I was watching Sounds a little like bit they, of that yesterday. They have a plane that puts buoys in the water, and the plane can... You know, like he, they said, they're hearing tapping sounds from thirteen thousand feet below. Thirteen thousand feet, like like the sound of them tapping against the 
the metallic inside of the submersive vehicle. Well, that would mean maybe signs of life. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's something tapping on the outside they of it. They come out and said <laughs> it's very, very bleak. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it looks good. It doesn't look good. That thing left Sunday. But it's and then a bunch Wednesday. of stories have come out about how like unsafe and how kind of cowboyish this company was. Where like yep. they, they don't follow They're, many safety precautions or protocols. Very haphazard with. Uh, uh, again, these are all extremely wealthy people that are on this craft. I mean, not that this makes any. But and they've been difference. before. It's not the yes. first trip down. Yeah, this is this is thrill seeking kind of stuff. And uh, the guy who actually started the company is on this vessel. Have you uh, seen the remote control for this vessel? Well, yeah, it's a store bought Xbox, like a Logitech. <laughs> is it really? It's remote. just that big. Yes, just and look. you you want to know how they communicate with the ship above and with the submersive? Text message. Oh yeah, I saw the two different text ways. Oh yeah, and they, that's just how they lost they lost contact, and that wasn't the first time they've lost. A YouTuber tuber went down there, and supposedly they lost contact an hour in, started to come back up, releasing the weights or whatever, and then they regained contact, and they're like, "Oh, we should be good. We'll just go back down." Like yeah. it's very haphazard. Ooh. It doesn't seem like they're following, you know. But they're in the very far North Atlantic Sea, and they're they're exploring the Titanic wreckage. And, and there's only a few, like, vehicles on the planet that can even get down there that far to attempt to save them. Well, and some people are questioning, why is the Coast Guard doing enough to find them? They but, don't have the equipment but, to get all the way down. Right. And this is a about. private company, and it's, at some point it's like the people that climb Mount Everest and don't make it. That's I mean, on just, you. Well, another private company from Germany has come in that they're like, hey, we have this our, our submersive ready to go out there that could possibly save them. We just need the U.S. government. Right. To well, the, it. the United States Navy has a has a um, a piece of equipment that can go 20,000 feet below the sea if it needs to. But they haven't gone there yet because it does feel like it's bleak and there's not much li- you know likelihood. But again, there's also the the argument of, well, you know, if you're going to climb Mount Everest, you may not get there and we're not coming to get you. Then that's your call. Uh, you should. I mean, there's an ethical conversation to be had, but at the same time, uh, what do you do? How far, yeah. What, I mean, what lengths do you go? They're just going to search until you know that that number on whatever, how much oxygen, oxygen they have left. Yeah. Well, and if there's no, I mean, if all you're going on is tapping, and and you're you talk about the the ultimate needle in a haystack, and and you know that far down in that much expansive sea, you've got to put other people's lives dark. to go down that far. Yeah, exactly. That is crazy that we have that kind of technology though to even. Have that be like try to to hear them. Down it, there, it becomes you know? a dangerous rescue effort at yes. some point if the, if the idea is it's bleak and uh, I, I'm not saying don't try, but at the same time, what what lengths do you go and how difficult is it to actually? Why isn't there some type of uh, of uh, you know signaling system on this at this craft that would be sending the signal to at least tell us where you are? They got give one. A, they got one bar on their cell phone. Give us there. some indication of maybe wow. where we can look. Because look, I mean, just think how great, how, how expansive the sea is, and then go go down thirteen thousand feet, and I mean, the likelihood of finding that thing in the pitch dark without any idea. Obviously, you can you can center it around the Titanic wreckage and go from there. But I don't know. That is a that is a massive challenge, and it doesn't feel like it's going to end well. Why don't we just pull the Titanic up? Is that possible from thirteen thousand feet? Just somehow. Um, I feel. I mean, I feel like if it could have been done, it would have been done at this point, but. I would think it's over 100 years ago that it happened. But, uh, all right, so we'll keep an eye on that story and uh, start your summer with some summer conversations. Hey, coming up in Hot or Not for the end of the hour, Ty, I have a story for you. I have a story for you because you are a professional bowler. You own three bowling balls. Yes, you do. There is a st- and they're not cracked, right? They're there, not. I checked yesterday. There is a controversy that is brewed between the, you know, apparently there is a bowling powerhouse in the state of Texas in college athletics. I did not know this. 
and they've got a controversy going Uh-oh. on. And I got to get you to this story. That'll be at Hot or Not about seven forty-five. We'll also get your coach's corner coming up. Uh, dive in there. I guess those two could actually com- combine <laughs> those two stories. But first, let's get the headlines, trending topics to start your uh, busy Wednesday. UBO Business Services brings it to you. We start with the baseball. We'll get to the uh, situation in Omaha. We're down to our final four in college baseball, but uh, start with Major League Baseball. Great pitching matchup down in Houston last night. Uh, Astros former ace Justin Verlander returned to Minute Maid Park to make a start for the first time. Of course, helped the Astros to four World Series, won two of them. He won a couple Cy Youngs as an Astro. He was back facing the Astros' new staff ace, Framber Valdez. And it was Valdez who got the better of the meeting. He led Houston to a much-needed 4-2 win. Didn't allow a base runner to the Mets until the sixth inning. Held them scoreless until the eighth. Struck out nine. Astros got to JV in the third inning with a three-run frame. Alex Bregman's two-run hit home run into the Crawford boxes was the difference. That broke a five-game losing skid. That the Astros have been on. They'll play the rubber game of that series this afternoon down in Houston, Mets and Astros. Beyond frustrating loss for the first place Rangers last night in Chicago. White Sox rookie Zach Remillard singled in former Ranger Elvis Andrews with a go-ahead run in the eighth inning, but it was a play at the plate, originally ruled an out, and then it was reviewed and inexplicably overturned by an MLB video review. And the White Sox going to win the game 7-6. Dell Diamond, Round Rock won their fifth straight. They wiped out Sacramento 15-6. College World Series, pair of elimination games yesterday in Omaha. We're down to the Final Four uh, at this point. First game of the day, saw TCU. Uh, the Horned Frogs advanced. They ended the Cinderella run of Oral Roberts with a 6-1 win. They get the victory. They're now going to face second-ranked Florida. Gators need to, just, need to just win one time to get to the championship series. TCU will have to beat them twice to get there. In the second game of the night, LSU Tigers got a huge step-up performance from their junior left-hander, Nate Ockenhausen. He was tabbed to make his first start of the entire year by Tigers manager Jay Johnson. And boy, did he deliver, uh, shut down the balls for six innings. Uh, he combined with Riley Cooper on the their 11th shutout of the season in the Tigers. That's the na- that leads the nation. LSU will now face top-ranked Wake Forest in a dandy. They'll have to beat uh, the Demon Deacons twice, obviously, and the Demon Deacons and went away from the championship series. While they whittle the the teams down to a national championship in Omaha, David Pierce and the Longhorns continuing to work the transfer portal, trying to assemble their roster for 2024. Yesterday, the Longhorns added a potential key piece. Uh, They announced the addition of former Notre Dame left-handed pitcher Will Mercer. Came out of the uh, Irish pen last year. Was pretty darn good. 2.43 ERA. 33 and a third innings out of that Irish bullpen. Uh, Mercer is the second addition to the Texas pitching staff in the last few days. He forms uh, joins the former Baylor right-handed starting pitcher, Will Rigney, who committed to Texas last season. Austin FC, big uh, game match tonight, I should say, out at Q2 Stadium. Austin FC opened to jumpstart their 2023 season. Uh, they're going to play two games in four days against their rivals from the state of Texas to start the second half of the season. Uh, it'll be tonight at Q2 Stadium, and then they'll play, they'll play FC Dallas. And then Houston, the Dynamo, are in town on Saturday night. Austin enters tonight's match in 12th place in the West. They have 19 points in 17 matches. There are 17 matches to go in the regular season. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. All right, so it says U.S. Navy moving equipment to the area to recover the sub. Went, uh, might be a little too little too late. Um, well, say prayers. Hope not. Hopefully well, everything will work out here. They've got enough air to last till tomorrow. Then that will be it. Plus, the anxiety in everybody's body there has got to be amazing. 
Well, again, it, it, it's, it's a fine line for me because somebody said they signed a waiver. I mean, this is one of those thrill-seeking missions versus... Um, you know, oh, no, you sign. That's you take, on you. Take you. On, you take on the risk. And sure. It would be tremendously unfortunate, but at the same time, you know the risks that come with it. Sure. Uh, but, and again, for the Navy, I mean, this is one that, this you know, how quickly can you get what you need there and, and what, what is the cost of that? I'm not saying it shouldn't... How many other lives are at stake trying to save trying to, them? Yeah, what's the rescue mission's level of danger? All those things have to be weighed. At the same time, let's hope they can get them and find them and um, uh, get them back. Somebody, uh, by the way, I know we're dealing with some signal issues this morning. We have our engineers looking at it. Uh, I will say again, the heat inversion is a problem we can't control. Heat inversion is a real thing. Somebody said, I'm in my car all day. How come you're the only ones with atmospheric issues and reception? That's not true. Uh, if you listen, you know, we're, we're not on a, on, a, on a radio signal, a traditional radio channel on FM. We, we don't have a tower. We have a translator on a tower which is a not as strong a signal. That's just the way that, you know, when, when you have, there's a lot of the stations in town these days that are on translators. They all deal with the same thing we deal with, and we may be dealing with some technical issues too this morning. So, again, Horn app, get over to the Horn app, uh, load it up. We, we're frustrated as you if you want to hear us and you can't uh, as, as good as you want. So certainly j- jump onto the Horn app or digitally at hornfm.com. Uh, we, we feel you, and we want you to be able to hear the show and the shows uh, here on the horn because that's why we do them. <laughs> so you can hear them and tune in and be a part of it. And uh, we get that, that it can be frustrating. So, you know, that's why we try to give you as many alternatives as we can so that you can find it and listen. As and much. as many opportunities as we can so you can get those Coke Fest tickets. That's right. Get those Coke Let's Fest go. Rock and roll. Ty's not, Ty's not coming through for you in I July. I already got a few calls yesterday. Have, did you already? Mm hmm. We were talking about it yesterday. I, I had a few friends be like, hey, you got those tickets? Do you? <laughs> no, no, we don't. They're available still. Hey, let's dive into your coach's corner. It's brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. It's avconsultations.com. Audiovisual Consultations and Tom McKay, the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid. Our man uh, CB on the Twitter machines and on text line says, the Titanic is disappearing because of bacteria eating the metal. Eventually it won't be there anymore. Oh, no. Some say by 2030 it'll be gone. Probably all gone. Well, well, that was 1912, so it's already been there 111 years yeah. at the bottom of the sea. So, yes, it does, um, I guess. Corroding by corroding, the day. Corroding, and yeah. Uh, and, you know, just, it's just I mean, there's a lot of ships that are at the bottom of the sea all over the globe. Hidden treasure. Sunk. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's treasure that, hunters. No question. All right, Coach's Corner. Uh, somebody asked, because we we're talking about Bruce Bochy is, and, and rightfully being irate about the situation with the Rangers last night. Now, who knows how that game would have gone? It was a 6-6 game in the eighth. The Rangers had rallied to tie it. Felt like they had the momentum. Uh, Corey Seager had a huge night, and uh, that Ranger offense is bound to ex- can, can explode at any point. Once they got Dylan Cease out of that game, they, they felt like they had a good chance. But either way, the, the, the winning run came in on a very questionable call. Somebody said, regarding the Rangers' finish, do you think that it's possible they ruled that the Ranger catcher prevented the runner from being able to slide through to the plate? Slide through the plate. I guess. I mean, that can be the only thing they ruled. I mean, that can be the only answer. But as we've said, if that's the precedent, then it's going to be impossible to play catcher. I mean, you have to stand near the plate to be able to make a play at the plate. Yeah, but like you said, more than anything, it's going to slow up the game because people are in there. If there's plays at the plate, they're going to say, okay, I think he's blocking the plate. Let's, let's get a call here because that, that wasn't even close. I mean, that was just glove on body. It, it was a swipe bo- tag. Yeah. And his, and, his, and his left foot, I think it was, happened to be – near the corner of the home plate, and if that's blocking... And it wasn't a dangerous play for either guy. really no. wasn't. There was no danger to that. And, you know, to, to, to know the ridiculousness of the ruling is just to look at the White Sox dugout. They 
I think everybody was just this. So I had asked you. I had asked you. So they have to call that in. It has to be uh, one of the managers making that. Nobody calls in from New York and says, "I think he's blocking the plate." Nobody calls them and says that. Okay, they don't buzz you. Like the the NFL guy, or is it is the Big Twelve or the NFL? Do they call in from New York and say, "No, you missed this call." NFL will buzz down. Big Twelve will buzz for most anything, right? I mean, that comes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And Big Ten does it. I mean, college football, they buzz in and there's a they see a replay that's controversial. Hey, let's right. look at that. But you missed this part, but look at this uh, part. And, again, every every league's rules are different, but you have to challenge in baseball. The manager okay. has to challenge a play. And that's the thing. He wasn't even challenged for blocking. No. The White Sox manager was challenging for just the, the – did he swipe him? Did he miss him? Because it was a swipe tag. It was one of those, you know, did he, did he touch him? Or did I get the hand in there for Elvis Andrews soon enough? Well, it's pretty obvious, but you challenge it, it challenge it, and then then they came back with the blocking ruling, which was so like what, <laughs> what are we doing? No one expected that in either dugout, and uh, that obviously determined the outcome of the game. But yeah, you need to challenge things at the pro level, and um, that was weird, really, really weird. Uh, it says, do y'all have some free Coke Fest tickets? No, we don't have free <laughs> Coke Fest tickets. We might give some away though, at some point. I'd assume so. They're gonna be yours, huh? You're giving your tickets away, huh? Good job. I'm not buying any. It says Jonah Heim had his foot planted at the front of the plate and clearly didn't allow Elvis Andrews to clear the path. Well, yes, he was standing there. But it was the back. Where else do you want him to stand? Like, it was the back right. If you're looking at it from the third base line, it was the back right. Yeah, Yeah, plenty of room to slide. The bottom of the plate corner. There was plenty of plate showing. Stand over the plate without his feet there. Well, look, because there were, the the rule came, Buster Posey got hurt. He broke his leg. He broke his leg, and there, there there were catchers. Gosh, who was it? Mike Sosha. Remember when Mike Sosha for the Dodgers, big old dude, of course, became a manager. He would just drop his fat ass right on the plate. I mean, he would he would put his his. his well, Ty uh, was a catcher. He used to run up the third base line to get to the gap first. Well, that's a bad idea. <laughs> make him come to you. No, but, Ty went. Ty used to meet him <laughs> you know, there. <laughs> well, you can get you can get ahead of him a little bit, but you also go missing that way. But no, he would put his foot. He would put the knee down. And uh, right along the the side of the plate, and so you couldn't get to it. And then he'd put his big butt there. But that's when you could blow up catchers. Yeah, and that's why. And that led to the home plate collisions because my only way through you is to go through you. That was one of my favorite parts about baseball, though. (laughs) Yeah, well, so many injuries. Pete Rose, legs, knees. I think Bruce Bochy got blown up by Pete Rose before. It was Ray Fossey that got blown up in the All Star game. But yeah, that that led to the injuries and the player safety is what led to the rule. Um, You know, we don't want guys getting smashed here. Uh, but you can't block the plate. You got to give them a free run. And I, that, to the texture's point, that had to have been the ruling. But I think it's a ridiculous decision. I mean, you can't. He just had his foot there, but it wasn't blocking the plate. There's no way. Uh, there was plenty of plate. Uh, you know, there was open for him to get to with his with his hand as he slid head first. I, I, you know, he just didn't get there in time. If the if the throw had been a little bit later, he would have had plenty of room to get his hand in there. You're right. Because to the point of someone saying he blocked the plate, Elvis Andrews touched home plate. It couldn't have been blocked. He touched the plate. He just didn't get there in time. The swipe tag beat him before he got to the plate. You're right. I mean, that is uh, the MLB is going to have to have a statement on that. All right, here's some uh, other stuff outside of uh, baseball. Uh, we'll get back to that College World Series and now TCU's challenge, also the uh, – the, the performance by the youngster for LSU last night, stepping in and stepping up his first start of the year. He becomes a college baseball legend for the LSU Tigers. But uh, Tyreek Hill, Buck. Tyreek Hill, this is probably, on first glance, not anything to, to worry about too much, but at the same time, it's in the news. Tyreek Hill apparently went to uh, rent a vessel uh, in Miami, because you do that, right? You rent a sure. boat, take a, take, a, take a trip, and 
allegedly may have smacked a dude in the head. May have smacked a dude in the back of the head, which you can't do. Can't do one of the one of the employees at the marina, boat operators. Got to do it. What do you think it was his son or something? He slapped him in the back of the head or something. What the hell? (laughs) Can't just go cupping everybody. Um. Yeah, but at this point, the 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 marina attendant does not want to press charges. You need some tickets? Do you need some tickets? Is that what you're looking for, some tickets? <laughs> yeah, well, that could be the leverage. Uh, but apparently, yeah, apparently, as an altercation, it happened like 6 in the morning to going out early, I guess, and smacked in the head. Tyreek Ty- 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 not have his coffee? Didn't he get a Starbucks? Yeah, he, had, he didn't have his caffeine fix yet. But, uh, you know, every once in a while, a guy got to get smacked in the head. At 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. Hell no. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was in jest. There's ties. I've been slapped in the head at 6 a.m. 6 a.m.? Wake you up. That doesn't surprise me at all. Probably by your own dad. Yes. <laughs> For a football tournament. What, get up? I was just, I was lagging around. We had to drive to Dallas. I was, I was, you know. Oh, he slapped you into. Slugging around the house early in the morning. Slugging around, like, huh? Wake up. Get those eggs cooked. Let's get, let's get out of here. Wow. Uh, okay, so. Uh, that happened. And also, how about this? Apparently, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. We talked about him yesterday at the end of the show. They have until July 17th. The Giants do to try to get a deal done. He's on this franchise tag. They put the tag on him to keep him out of free agency, but he says he's not going to sign it, and he'll, he will hold out. Uh, there is some reporting out in New York that maybe there's negotiations of fired back up and that maybe there's a, a glimmer of hope that they can get a deal done here in the next six weeks or, you know, three weeks and a few days with Saquon Barkley to get that thing done because, you know, the Giants are, are feeling like there's some momentum. They made the playoffs last year. They won a playoff game. They got Daniel Jones back. They've got Brian Dayball at the That's, helm. Yeah, they got that guy. The most important is they got that coach. And they added Darren Waller to the tight end. They had a nice draft. Uh, and, and now you you got to have Saquon Barkley uh, if you're going to continue that momentum in a very tough division that includes the Cowboys and the, the Eagles, of course, the reigning champions. Uh, so... Uh, there's this question there, but you know, can they get that done? You you don't want to get to training camp and have this Saquon Barkley thing no. lingering if you're the Giants. And um, you know, the Mara family—that's who you played for, Buck. The Giants. Yes, good people. Good people. Good organization. Feels like they'll get that done. Yeah, I think they will. You, I mean, we, you you talk about deadlines and stuff. I think they'll get that done some way. He'll be in camp. You won't see him missing from camp. Well, and it's smart or wise negotiating on Saquon's part just to say, I'm not signing it, y'all. <laughs> I won't sign it. And that's going to get you the best deal possible. Sure. Uh, and if you if you make it clear, I'm not playing on the franchise tag, but I'm willing to sit here and talk to you guys about a deal. Uh, the, the the more you play it out towards July 17th, the better deal you'll probably get. How much better becomes the question, and that's where the the deal, the, the definition of deal happens. But uh, yes, it's the good the fact that they're back talking is a good thing, and it's oh, not yeah. a complete stalemate at this point, according to a report out of New York City. Uh, I'd like to see that get done. Uh, other, one other piece of news out of football in our coach's corner here. Uh, this weekend, we told you about last weekend's big recruiting weekend for Steve Sarkeesian and the Longhorns. This weekend is an equally big one, maybe even bigger, because last weekend they brought in uh, 20 or 20, a little over 20 players on their official visits, and three fourths of them were from out of state. Um, you know, players from, as we talked about, from Florida and Alabama and Arizona, uh, Arizona and, yep. and California uh, were in here. But this weekend they're having one that's more in-state players, including Colin Simmons, the kid from Duncanville, the, the best defensive player in the state this year, big-time pass rusher that everyone's after, immediate impact kind of player. Uh, but also the other top player on offense in 2024 is Lake Belton wide receiver Micah Hudson. 
He's from Temple, Texas, that new high school up there at Lake Belton. Uh, Well, apparently he's not going to make his official visit. He was supposed to, and now he's not going to come. And uh, that's been reported by multiple outlets, including Inside Texas, that he's not going to make it. Uh, He's going down to Aggieland for 7-on-7 this weekend. The 7-on-7's championships are happening down. How hot hot is that going to be, by the way? That event is always hot, like temperature hot. But uh, this this year specifically with the uh, dangerous heat, that'll be going on. Hudson was originally set to see Texas A&M on Thursday before completing the state 7-on-7 tournament in College Station along with his Lake Belton teammates. Then he was scheduled to leave Aggieland for his Longhorn official visit. However, that is no longer the case. And remember, he was in Lubbock last weekend uh, visiting with Joey McGuire and Texas Tech. Was he messing around with Joey McGuire and those cats? A lot of people think Texas Tech is uh, the strong leader to land. He was a Tech fan growing up. Yeah, Tech fan growing up. And uh, Joey McGuire is a charismatic guy. You know, when you get to know Joey McGuire, he'll remind you a little bit of Mac Brown. I mean, he's got that, he's just a very likable person. He's a magnetic guy, and uh, players like him. He does the whole family thing, and remember, all all roads travel through, through Lubbock. Lubbock. Yeah, I forgot about that part. I should remember that. Tech fans are acting like they won a national championship on Twitter because of this yesterday. Well, I mean, that's a good player. That's a five-star player. He's the best offensive player in the state by most rankings. And you know they don't want it, Ty, like UT fans want it, right? Of course. I don't think <laughs> this is a player. That. I'm not going to. I mean, Steve Sarkeesian and, and Chris Jackson, the new wide receivers, would love to have this player. But Sark has shown the ability to recruit wide receivers. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, so, you know, the Longhorns would love to have him, but. You know, if, if Texas Tech gets him, good for them. And then if that's the, that's the move, uh, and the Longhorns are moving on to the SEC and won't see Texas Tech after this year. So yeah, have fun with that rivalry with Houston. Y'all, y'all are going to get going on here. It'll be big time football. Somebody said he thought that boat attendant was his pregnant girlfriend. Y'all, come on now. <laughs> I, I saw someone texted him that he was uh, trying to go out and find the missing sub. Go find the missing sub. <laughs> Let me go. I'm going to save him. Well, you, you know, Let Ty- that guy get his Starbucks first before you start messing with him. Tyreek, you're on South Beach. You can get to a Starbucks. Tyreek, they open up probably at 5 there. He was trying to get out and catch the fish, man. Fish are biting. Trying to help the sub. <laughs> Great. That's fun. That's all you need. Vigilante justice. That dude. Trying to figure out why my computer's not working. My keyboard's not working. That's why. I'll get that fixed in the break. Technological difficulties. Uh, Somebody said, I would believe your heat inversion story if Coke FM wasn't listening. I couldn't hear Coke FM. Different towers. Different towers, but we're also sending our, our engineer out there to... See if there's been some issues. You know, we've had. Some and you people... think they're going to mess up Bob Cole talking in the morning? What are you nuts? Guy owns the radio station. Come on, man. Guy owns gonna, the damn station. Mess, they're not going to mess him up. We're just lowly pe- peasants down Absolutely. here at the horn. Come on now. No. Fire up the horn app today, please. Do we'd love you to lock it in uh, all day long uh, here on VNE. We go all the way to ten o'clock. Coming up, we'll get uh, back into the baseball of the night. How about uh, LSU's shot? Jello shot record set in Omaha. I got to get your details on that. Plus, and hot or not, for the end of the hour, this. Uh, this uh, c- controversy in the sport of bowling, Buck. The sport of bowling. This is a big problem. It's being on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. We want the fun. We want some uh, George Clinton, cooler temperatures. Cooler temps. Can we get some? No. I am very disappointed in Ty. I may, he was making me think all day yesterday about something I had said to him off the air. What you know, you my friends over at Straight Music have moved to Walsh, Tarleton there. 
and bee caves. And so I told them I went over there to see their new store, and it's absolutely huge over there. there used to be, I think there used to be a, a Marshalls or something in that, that mall there, but they're now straight music, the new straight music And I told them I went over there to look for a violin for my granddaughter, you know, six years old violin. And I said, so I wish I would have played an instrument. I never got a chance to play an instrument. Well, I had a chance, but I never took it up. I was doing other things like swinging bats and playing ball. But I said, if, if, if I, I would have been really a good violinist. And Ty said, no, if you pick up that instrument, it will be called a fiddle. I'm like, what does that mean? I'm just a country ass. I mean, for a little kid, it's a violin. But for a, an old dude like me, that becomes a fiddle because I'm going to jam on it. You sit on your front porch, play your fiddle. <laughs> oh, God. Can I play like that smooth violin? No. No. I'm going to be banging on it. There's not going to be anything smooth about it. Got a, got another old dude with a harmonica next well, to you. Oh, harmonica. By the way, let, let's start with your uh, the challenging it is for you to say Walsh Tarleton. Yes, Walsh Tarleton. Walsh Tarleton. That's all right. They are right. Walsh Tarleton. Walsh Tarleton. <laughs> You're like my, my Aunt Patty. Walsh, she can't, I can't see. Thomas says Walsh. Walsh. Yeah, that's my Aunt Patty. She says Walsh. I say Walsh. She's going to wash the dishes or wash the that's clothes. That's me. i got to wash the dishes. i got to wash so the Walsh dishes. Walsh Tarleton Walsh becomes Tarleton. difficult. All, yeah. all of us have. That's the one for me. I have to think about that. Walsh Remember when I was Tarleton. trying to say the Texas A&M pitcher's last name that led to duck sausage? <laughs> What was his name anyway? John Doxoxix or something like that. Doxoxix. It was like Doxoxix. It had an X in it and a C. He still was playing there this year, right? And he that became duck that sausage. Our, our the duck old duck sausage. sausage. <laughs> Ty, how are you with duck sausage? All right. I've, I've uh, never had duck sausage. Oh really? <laughs> duck on down your ass off. <laughs> duck on down. <laughs> oh god. But, oh, boy. but yes, a fiddle and a violin are the same thing, right? It, it is. It is I've the same always, thing, correct? It's more an informal way to describe a violin, and there's. But it is styles. the same thing, right? Yeah, it's same not an instrument. Okay, Ty was getting me confused. Like, okay, country boy, there, you don't play the violin, you play the fiddle. Well, really, isn't it? It's not the same I've thing. Also, heard that if you're buying it, you want it to be called a fiddle, and if you're selling it, you call it a violin. Sounds more formal. Oh. Charge more for it. Buy it charge for more. Charge more for the violin. Because if you're running like a garage sale or something, you could. Or a yard sale, have some suckers. That's a violin. That's not a fiddle. That's a violin. Hey, don't don't hold it like that. That's a violin. You don't hold a violin like that. Okay. Yeah, what do you think that is? A fiddle? I got it. Exactly. <laughs> oh boy, great. I do not sound like Sling Blade. <laughs> Come on, man. Says, uh, but glad you survived golf yesterday. Not a problem. Yes, that's true. Uh, I'm glad you did too. I was worried about you. I ended up having to entertain family yesterday. I told you, my, my, my wife's aunt and uncle from Pennsylvania, live, they live up like outside of State College, but they live up in the mount, up in the hill there. They have like property. Lots of beautiful air. Beautiful place. Lots beautiful of air place. up there. And it never gets this hot, ever, ever. No. But they're down here for their granddaughter's event in the state of Texas, so they wanted to go to the Alamo. Like they drove from, from Fort Worth where, they were, where they're staying down to the Alamo, and they were going to come back through and, and have dinner with us last night. Well, I get a call from my wife there, a text that... Oh, they're at noon. They're coming at noon. The Alamo was too damn hot. <laughs> they're coming back. They can't even stay for more than an hour at the at the, the great old Alamo. Speaking of duck sausage, oh, yes. uh, Muni, wonderful hot dog Ooh. with girth. It had girth. <laughs> I mean, that was a... That's before I went out. I had to have I had to have that dog with just mustard and relish. Delicious. How that... It was fine. Sit on your belly for It was okay. Holes. Don't do that. Don't go out there without having anything to eat. Yeah, that's you get, the worst you get your prunes in? Huh? I got my prunes in yesterday. You turn the back nine. Uh, yeah, prunes I was and good. A prunes and a duck sausage. <laughs> duck sausage and prunes. <laughs> let me just let me just say, you think not being hydrated is bad? If you go out there without eating, that's bad. 
That is well, bad in this heat. Double now. dipper. Wow. You'd rather be hydrated than hungry, but both would be probably better. Yes, absolutely. And it was it was a nice warm breeze. And what a what a wonderful job the city has done. You know, and Steve and the, the gang. Oh, that 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 golf course is in great shape. I like to call it Roy Kaiser Municipal Country Club. I did, yeah, Municipal Country Club. That's what that one is out there. Roy Kaiser Municipal Country Club. A live tour. I mean, they, people were out there in all kinds of gear yesterday. Love it. Man, oh, man. They're in the live gear? Oh, they had the live gear on. You can go. No collared shirts. You know, I was there. <laughs> and I was there being. Jean I was, shorts, was I, Did you think I was judging yesterday? Oh, you were the oh, fashionista. I was, oh, I was just awful. I was awful. I'm like, sir, are you really rolling up in here like this? Yeah, with I think your, if you ever played with me, you would be, I don't think you would. What's that? You'd deal? Get back in the car and leave. What is that deal they call where they put the arrows in quiver? What is as a quiver that you put arrows in with your bow? Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, well, like the little bags. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, dude, clubs, if you come in there with five clubs and a quiver, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. Something is gonna have to be said by me. Were they walking at least? They were walking, and they were walking. Okay, that's the only reason you bring. I'm gonna say. I was thinking. Oh, hell no! Be- I'm not playing 18 holes in this seat, and I'm certainly not walking. Oh no, dudes, there. It's pull cart. Lots of pull carts. Lots of walkers. That's good. Lots of little quivers with like. You know me. I've got I got more clubs than you're allowed to. I got like 26 clubs in my bag. Like 14's the limit. I think 14's the limit. But these dudes are coming out there with like six clubs. That's all they need. That's cool. Speed golf. Yeah. Just hustle. And there's a lot of room out there. Yeah. It's Troy Kaiser so Municipal. So you hit it over club. there near where the water moccasins are, where that water is. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we'll get to our hot or not topics coming up, including the uh, the Stephen F. Austin bowling team. Did you know? Did you know Stephen F. Austin has a bowling team, and they're the national power women's women's that. bowling team. Uh, we'll get just to that. So I can't just well. I don't know about the men's team. I'm assuming, but, they but their tape. women's bowling team are like national championship level bowling. But there's a controversy brewing in Nacogdoches, which we'll get to. But how about this? Uh, NFL offseason continues, but the big questions, uh, Saquon Barkley can get a deal done with the Giants. Uh, Dalvin Cook is a free agent. DeAndre Hopkins is a free agent. But how about this from TheAthletic.com yesterday? That uh, Dalvin Cook has said openly that he wants to maybe be a package deal with DeAndre Hopkins. They'd like to land in the same spot. Could that happen? During an appearance on the ESPN Adam Schefter podcast, Dalvin Cook brought up the possibility of teaming up alongside Hopkins and said specifically thought it would be epic for the NFL. And I'll read you this quote. Now, remember, he did not he did not invent the language. Yeah, this is his Righty. quote. We could actually play this from Adam Schefter's podcast. But he says, I know his mindset. I done play against D-Hop numerous amount of times. Uh, when I've been with D-Hop, we done chilled together. We done been around each other like... And it's like I see the person like he is, and I want to win, and that's my mind too. Okay. Seems like a scholar. <laughs> Sounds like Miss South South South, uh, <laughs> South Carolina. Carolina. How many likes can you get? And <laughs> done. We're, we're gonna go such done as, do this. Such as. Likes, such as and maps. Uh, but and yes, things. you know, no one's asking him to. That's right. Recite poetry. They wanted to run the football, and um, more so, than an athlete though. Let's take the bigger picture. Let's not be gr- gr- grammar snobs. The um, the possibility of those two landing together, is there a place where that could happen? Where that Dalvin is. Cook, and they, they both have to be willing to take less money. For I sure. I don't think so. New England? This Is is this the like the new Heatles? I mean, what if those two took less and went to Kansas City and played for the Chiefs? I still think Dal- <laughs> Football Dal- didn't want that either. No. Dalvin <laughs> no. Cook thinks he's like a... still a you know, top-of-the-line running back. In my, I think in the, in the league's eyes, he's kind of... 
about to approach the Zeke Elliott territory. No, he's not there. No, what no, 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 Ty, he's know. not Zeke Elliott. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if he wants to, what did he say to him? Uh, I think it would be epic for the NFL. Well, go to Kansas City. One, They need a running back behind Isaiah Pacheco or with. They could use a receiver like DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, the rest of the league would be like, oh, oh no. what? That'd be like the Eagles getting those two. Can they step in? <laughs> Can they get the Eagles with those two? Well, Next? exactly. I mean, same deal. Uh, but maybe maybe Miami, is that what he's lobbying for? Because I think most people know Dal- Dalvin Cook would like to go to Miami. Sure. But the Miami doesn't need DeAndre Hopkins. They've got Tyreek Hill who's smacking people in the head. <laughs> Six Both in the morning. Marina workers. <laughs> Six o'clock in the morning. Come on, man. Jalen Waddell. Um, they just drafted Devin A. Chain. I mean, that I don't know. But, yeah, Dalvin Cook would be. You know, but, yeah, okay, go to Miami. Dude, what can you say to a dude at a boat dock at 6 a.m. to get smacked in the head? I mean, really. What can you, what can you do? Hey, here's your boat, sir. I Later. Mean, Tyreek Hill is the guy that slapped his pregnant girlfriend. He is. So, yeah, probably well, doesn't take much to get yeah, him. He, well, that was way back at hot. Oklahoma State, for sure. But um, And he had the other baby mama drama. Same lady, though, when he was with the uh, – mm-hmm. With the Chiefs here, but yeah, that's the rumor, or that's what he's saying. He wants to team up with uh, with that, and, and we'll get you more on the Tyreek Hill investigation. But uh, yeah, that happened what June twenty first. And not have fisticuffs at six a.m. here at the boat dock, y'all. Just a, there are no fists. <laughs> Wait, so that happened today? No, 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 no. That, today's July twenty first. Oh, okay. Um, Miami Dade Police Department investigating Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill striking a man at the Hallover Marina. Um. Hill got into a disagreement with an employee of one of the charter companies around uh, six. Oh, it's six p.m. Sorry. Oh, six p.m. Now, now, now you're talking. That changes the story. That, that definitely changes the story. Now I've been up all day. Somebody's about to get hit up in here. I thought you were talking about a guy who needed to go I to our, our donuts first. Last segment, he... I was having some computer issues, and yeah. I, I had read the story, and then I, but I couldn't find to, to read it specifically. But six p.m. Eastern time that happened. No, we've had now we've had disagreement some margaritas now. Disagreement ended up with Hill striking the man, smacking him in the back of the head. Additionally, the, the report no, the employee does not want to press charges at this time. It's different than having Jello shots than having. <laughs> Coffee or donuts at 6 a.m. So, yeah, after a couple of jello shots, yeah. you're ready to slap somebody upside the head. This guy might be able to get more than free tickets out of Tyree <laughs> yeah. Kill at that point, but uh, does not want to press charges. We'll come back, pick up these conversations. We'll get to the uh, Stephen F. Austin story, which could carry into the 8 o'clock hour as well. It's b on the Horn. What's hot? And what's not. What's hot, what's not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in central Texas. Visit us at txortho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Hot and not on this uh, first day of summer, June 21. Yeah, a lot going on uh, that is hot and not. The temperatures are ridiculously hot, obviously. Glad to hear Bucky back from his golf outing yesterday. What would you say, 4150? Forty-one fifty. I was I was really I was really psyched up after that duck sausage. I was ready to go. Smooth forty-one on the front. Smooth forty-one, and then I started to hey. started to really get hot within my body. Hey, you're a napper, right? You take like, take naps here and there when you can. Yeah, you get I up do. early I, in the morning. Yes, Ty, you are you're a napper. You're, you said your doctor said don't take naps. Yeah, but recently I kind of been back. I took about a four I'll hour. Tell your doctor. Yesterday. Yeah, but you don't take naps. You go to you go, I go to sleep. sleep. I, yeah, I, I straight up had a vivid dream in the middle of the That's day. good. 
And they know that recently, since summer started, the cicadas in the background. Oh, yeah, you like that? Nice little, you little white noise. Oh, yeah. Instead of the PGA. Yeah. No, PGA the is generally what gets the golf, me. The that golf nap. Thursday. The golf uh-huh. nap. Yeah, they haven't teed off at the Travelers. By the way, they had a big players-only the... meeting yesterday. Remember, we told you when the uh, the, the shocking Bye, announcement came down with um, you know the Saudis and the PGA Tour, that we I, I said the timing is, is not a coincidence because they don't have another PGA Tour event for two more weeks. They had the Canadian Open, and then they had the U.S. Open, which neither are run by the PGA Tour. So they had two weeks to kind of buffer the thing. And so this Travelers event in Connecticut, which tees off tomorrow, is the first PGA Tour event. And so there's a players-only meeting, and we'll see what comes out of that. They're all still trying to figure it out. I know Tom Watson wrote a long letter to the PGA Tour expressing his concern. I think everybody's just waiting for more answers on where this thing stands uh, with with the uh, you know the future of golf and the future of the PGA Tour. But I, I mentioned the naps because a new study has found that nappers, the people who do take naps, tend to have bigger brains. Bigger brains. Clearly. Oh, my mandula oblongata is massive. It just I mean Put that to yourself. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of there's just there's a lot of air, but there's not a lot of screws in there. You know, I don't think any there's of us a lot can, of area, a lot of screws. <laughs> uh, no one can be hot on this. I don't think. Here's a story of a blind guy, guy who's blind, like sight impaired. Okay, like totally blind. To- Toby Atkinson. Okay, says he got kicked out of a gym for allegedly staring at a woman. Like the woman, the Karen in the gym, told the manager that he was staring at her. He can't see. And she still kicked him out. Yeah. I see. And still got kicked out? There's, yeah. There's videos on social media all the time where these girls, they go to, to the gym and they wear the skimpiest workout outfits you can possibly wear. And then it's just like them videotaping themselves working out. And then and, they get and, mad that people are looking at them. It's just like, oh, oh, look at this guy like glancing at me. And it's like, yeah, because you're. Your junk is hanging out. <laughs> Your junk is hanging out. Come on. Come on, lady. What do you want? Hey, lady, Stuff your is junk all is for hanging us, out. For all to see. <laughs> they'll be like, oh, th- this guy ruined my video by walking by. And, and staring at me. It's like me. the gym is to work out. It's not to make content. All right. Uh, wow. Come on, Karen. Okay, so uh, here's our Stephen F. Austin State controversy. Okay. Um, by the way, do you know Stephen F. SFA's, I think, is about to become part of the UT system? I believe that's coming. They're in the whack now, right? Uh, yeah, it's coming. Well, Stephen F. Austin has a world-class, high-level women's bowling team, okay? Female bowling team. I didn't know they give scholarships to female bowlers or even bowlers, but they do. Prop 9. Well, uh, here's the story. Dateline Nacogdoches, their assistant bowling coach, Steve Lemke, chose to resign rather than be fired this spring after the university discovered that he had had an affair with a student-athlete on the bowling team. Okay? Problem. Uh, let's take this one to a new level. He's resigning, but the 38-year-old Lemke is married to the head coach of the bowling team, Amber Lemke. Ooh. That could take this to a new level. She resigned April the 10th. Uh, now, <laughs> here's where it gets really good. Uh, when uh, Steve Lemke was asked uh, about this, he said, I knew it was kind of a no-no, but there's not a rule saying it can't happen. <laughs> There's not a law saying... No, no common sense in here at all, huh? There's not a None. law saying, I'm going to jail for doing something like this. There's nothing in stone. I guess it's just an ethics code. Like, we frown upon it, but there's no rule. There's no broken law. We do frown upon that here. Really? So, Steve Lemke, your, your, your wife's the head coach. You're the assistant coach. That could be a problem. But uh, he's not going... He wants everybody to know in East Texas he's not going to jail. Okay, that's important. And you know what that immediately reminds me of? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Do we have this there, Ty? 
I'm going to get right to the point. Uh, it's come to my attention that you and the cleaning woman have engaged in sexual intercourse on the desk in your office. Is that correct? Who said that? She did. <laughs> she did. Was that wrong? What's that? Should I not have done that? All right, there you go, George Costanza. Should I not, not have done that? It's frowned upon here, George. And here, here's Steve Lemke. I knew it was kind of a no-brainer, but there's not a rule saying it can't happen. There's not a law saying I'm going to jail for doing something like this. There's nothing in stone. I guess it's just like an ethics code. Got to have rules. Can't play it's the game if you like don't know that. the rules. Really. <sighs> All right, Steve. Good luck to the women's bowling team at Stephen F. Austin. Wow. Ty, what do you have for us on Hot or Not? Uh, nothing too big, uh, but Draymond Green and LeBron James were spotted together <gasps> on vacation in Europe. Uh-oh. Future teammates, question mark? European vacation. LeBron, LeBron, Draymond, Lakers, purple and gold. Or they're just vacation buddies. I don't True. Think, I mean, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, oh, I I get, didn't figure those two would be friends. i got to get you this other uh, NBA headline on the eve of the NBA draft, which is interesting that uh, you know, we had this story yesterday about the Miami Heat trying to go all into acquire Damian Lillard. Could the Trailblazers try to pull the old dipsy do? Get your details on that coming up, plus your thoughts on Steve Lemke. No longer the assistant head bowling coach, the Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin. Do they call the, the girls' teams the Lumberjacks, too? I guess they do. You can be a girl Lumberjack. Lumber Judies. <laughs> hey, Ty, if we set up a listener challenge, you think you could beat our listener in bowling? Yeah. A listener? Uh, depends. Might have to hit. I, like I said, I'm hitting the lanes Friday. Dude, you got three balls. Come on now. One of them's got to be hot. It's got to be an advantage. Right? <laughs> That's right. One of them. <laughs> one of them. Two down, one to go. I mean, I got a straight one, two curved ones. Ew. Oh, we're back. Be on the horn.